very warm welcome to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you will enjoy this podcast. Hi Rakshit, hi Ritika and Kopal. It's a pleasure to have you on Blitz Business. Hi Ashish. Awesome. So let's get started. So first thing first, so how did you guys uh, sort of meet? Did you guys know each other beforehand? So I think uh, I am the most odd one out here because speaking about everyone else, Kopal and Ritika have been friends since before. Mm-hmm. And Ritika is my friend's sister. Okay. So I think we connected through there and, you know, I used to see people like them working together and all of that stuff. And I was really enticed by that. And I spoke to Ritika about it, I remember. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I think uh, we got here. And then she introduced Kopal to me and then we all became really good friends and stuff. And then we sat on for it for good, like six, seven months. We used to meet and discuss and all of that. And I uh-huh. think that's where it became from. Awesome. But yeah, like uh, over a period of like six months, we were just trying to come on the same on the same page to get this before we got this started, and then I think there is no looking back ever since. So how did the idea? Because the thing is that we uh, also all three of us were such strong individuals that we were very head stuck on what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So we really had to, you know, come on the same page in terms to, uh, you know, what are we wanting to create? What are we wanting to offer? what is our idea and that's how I think it started from and then it just like we, we took some time but now I think we are pretty much on the same page yeah and so Kopal was from a design background in apparels in clothing I had studied leather and Rakshit had studied marketing but Rakshit mm-hmm. always had a very like strong design aesthetic as well so that's how it connected all of us we had similar design aesthetics and stuff, so we just thought that would be a good idea. We also contemplated a lot if we should kickstart with like clothing or leather, but I think leather was our calling ultimately. And yes, so we are here with Tand. And um, how, how how did you go about? Uh, you know, this is what you really want to do. Uh, was it immediate for you guys, or you had iterations? Maybe this is what you want to try, or something else. What we were really sure about since the beginning was we don't want to do what everybody's doing. And this is not to say that anybody's doing anything less, but we just wanted to create something new in the market. So, I mean, um, if we think of leather, I mean, if I tell, I speak to you, Ashish, that what is leather? You always get a, you know, imagery of this brown, really oily kind of leather, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's what we wanted to, you know, drift from. And then we just wanted to create something which is much more modern and much more uh, newer in the market. Futuristic designs was our thing and also like we always felt like we never so the main reason by and how it started was that we all were always looking, were always on a lookout for a particular kind of bag like we always wanted like XL bags like that is something that we never really got in the market and this is how was this is the first category that we wanted to start with and cater to anything and everything that can fit in your bag yet being very comfortable so that's when we started with our excel like the first category that we decided on was the xl totes or we like like we call like to call them like the ot's over oversized totes which can actually accommodate like anything and everything while you're on the go so that was the idea and yes so that's one of the most strongest categories in our collection at hand 
awesome so uh, so that's ot uh, so sorry uh, the first oh ot's over oversized oats right so that was your first product that you guys launched so uh, so uh, uh, tell us how was the experience you know what was the biggest challenge when you guys started this thing you know uh, what was what were the sort of challenges you guys faced when starting a new brand okay so biggest challenge that we faced was not being uh, welcomed by a lot of people in the society because of us using leather so that was not very so how people are shifting to sustainable things now in life and so that was the biggest challenge for us people saw leather as a non sustainable thing something which is not very like you know friendly to the environment but uh, on the contrary when we really thought about it so our uh, and the better like how we understood and how we explained this to our clients further is that anything that we say is sustainable in the name of pu or like regzine is actually doing bad to the environment like it has so much plastic yet leather is a material which can be passed on to generations it ages with times like you know still making it so making it sustainable so that was the biggest challenge that we faced but i think we are trying to like you know we have been able to explain to our clients how it is not true and yeah so that was the biggest challenge that we faced one also of the biggest many uh, yeah also many on ground uh, problems that we had to face including getting our name that we have now oh yeah i mean and many other things apart from that in terms of our design aesthetics i mean as i spoke before that we wanted to create something different from what is in the market when you keep seeing a certain kind of stuff you were stuck with that thing and then when we had to create something different it was so difficult for us ki whether the market will adapt it or not and eventually we are all here to earn money right but i mean if you're creating something that we have to think of whether it's going to be taken well in the market or not or whatever and then that, that's how i think we took a year to launch our first first collection and it was really hectic in the initial year but now i think we are on the track yeah because the r&d time was long we had to break the mold for ourselves also personally i feel with it being such a staple of leather being a certain way that to adapt to it and like convince yourself that what you're doing is the right thing or not for the market is a big process so people are now open towards leather they are able to see uh, the bigger picture see uh, there are always a certain kind of people who want only leather but there's also a category which doesn't want leather and that category is increasing day by day with the whole sustainable factor coming in every time so that's what i think ritika was trying to say that we believe that leather is sustainable i'm not trying to bring in this debate here but like what we believe is whatever can be passed on to generations is sustainable right so i don't i will not say it's not harming the nature but of course it is sustainable we can pass on pass it on to generations and that's what sustainability and is. it's also at the end it's biodegradable when you want to let go of it as opposed to other brands which call themselves not particularly a brand but any product which calls themselves vegan but are making it out of pu which is basically petroleum so it it does more damage to the environment at the end of the day got it and so currently uh, so tell us guys so currently how many sku's of products do you have and what are your plans in terms of you want to launch new products increase sku's or uh, what's the current scenario so we have about uh, 100 sku's currently live and uh, we don't want to uh, so when we 
kind of go ahead with our collections we don't just want to launch new sqs we want to kind of redo the older ones also adapt it to a new way rework on some of them discontinue the ones that are not working it's every collection is a journey with new sqs and uh, checking which works which doesn't work it's not always just about adding on it's about curating them in a way that it's a very well rounded collection overall for us mm-hmm. so how do you add, add, you add bags and all Sure, go ahead, Rachit. Sorry. Actually, the bags and all is such a personal thing that wherever we are selling it anywhere, be it in exhibitions or online or on WhatsApp, people want some or the other alterations to happen in bags because it's such a personal thing. They want to carry it every day, right? So we take feedback from people, whatever they have to, and then we try to, you know, sort of do that product in a newer way in the next collection. So if you see our see the current collection that's been launched, we have picked up few. Uh, uh designs from the last collection we have redone them so i think that's how we want to take it forward mm-hmm. and um uh, so one of the question which came to my mind so how do you manage like do you guys uh uh where do you guys procure material from manufacture stuff uh all these things where do we manufacture manufacturing happens in our own studio like mm-hmm. everything happens in house for us we of okay. course procure structural uh, material locally mm-hmm. from delhi and like within india itself hardware comes from outside but like major material procurement happens within the country and yeah like every all sorts of manufacturing anything that has that has been live on the tan website has been made inside like in our studio everything happens in house for us mm-hmm. so one of the questions we frequently get from audience or listeners is how do they go about since um you are a consumer focused brand you know what sort of strategies have worked for you guys in terms of attracting your first 10 100000 customers right uh, it's different for everyone uh, but from your experience what has really helped you guys to um build that sort of brand and attract customers i think uh, okay go on so yeah initially when we launched it was slightly slow for us to cater to like you know to make a spot in the market where there are so many other brands that already like exist with us but uh, i think we like post the lockdown we thought of what and how we can cater to the like you know to our clients so we came up with the idea of mass chains and of course we were the first people like we had our first movers advantage here we came up with the idea of a mass chain and that just like blew up and that's what got us where we are today it helped us enter the market with a like you know we offered a product to the market and we were welcomed by people like with a lot like a great response so yeah that's how i think we arrived like with our collection previous collection also i think we got a good decent like we did a few exhibitions and we got a great response but like it's very difficult to make a space like make a spot for yourself in the existing like with the existing brands but i think yes mass chains did help us a lot with that yeah so i think it was the traditional idea of catering to the need we were all uh, i mean addressing as vitika just said that it was the mass chain that got us in i think that was the need of the hour and that's what we catered to and i think that's where it began from i mean the entire journey of us being where we are today i think started with mass chains and i think i will give total credits to that completely 
and what so what sort of um, so how did you guys go about distribution right you had exhibitions stalls you utilized um, online social media and in terms of channels basically that's what i wanted to ask so what sort of channel sort of worked for you guys so one was definitely your product but yeah Yeah, we primarily focus on uh, Instagram marketing and marketing through. Uh, I mean, people who are wearing it, we are we focus on uh, everybody and uh, everybody who's wearing it. I mean, be it influencers, be it celebrities or whatever. And there was a phase when literally everybody was wearing tan mask chains, and it became a thing. So I think we just uh, sort of took that on our Instagram, and then it just blew up. Like, and we we actually did nothing because there we had no option to do anything else. Exhibitions were not. A question at the time of the pandemic. We were all sitting in our sweet homes and just doing things. The only thing we could do is post on Instagram. So I think that's literally what we did. So that was that's, that's it. That's when we understood the power of social media. The yeah. Instagram, the Instagram. Yeah, we post. started off. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kapu. Yeah, yeah like we launched Instagram. it on Instagram. We sent it to a few people, and mm-hmm. that's how we got the feedback from. That's how it started. You know, getting in the market, and then it just went on from there. Yeah, Kapil, you were saying something. We, yeah. So when we launched, it was the pandemic, right? Everything was online. Everything was digital. So we were just trying to figure out how to make this work with the digital world. Instagram, Facebook. These are the only mediums that could where people were spending a lot of their time because it was the only source of entertainment people had, as opposed to just your other. platforms where you can view stuff so it helped because everyone was online a lot more at that time and every single post that we did or every person we connected was a lot more reciprocal at that time because they were just there at that time it was a very good advantage for us for being at that place and now when we look back at it it seems really easy but honestly between all between three of us it really wasn't easy Mm-hmm. I remember when I when we were sending things to people, people were really not understanding what it is. We had to really wear it, send them videos, explain them what it is, why is it needed. We have gotten response like, why would we want to remove the mask? I mean, of course, we don't want you to remove the mask, but <laughs> there will be a time when you want to remove the mask. So I mean, it wasn't really easy, but like when people once you once people wore it, that's when they understood the need of it. Yeah, that's how they realized how convenient like the product was. How much convenience was the product adding to their lives? Actually, yeah. like they didn't actually had to look for a space to put their mask on. It was always with them. The point of forgetting the mask after placing it, after like taking it off, all of that was just like vanished with that product. And I mean, the first month literally went in this. So like we took some time to get there, and by the time we were there, and people started seeing things. There were fifty of them doing the same uh, copies of our uh, mask chains. Really? <laughs> and the first thing is you yeah, really yeah, cannot do anything do. about it. What did you guys do about that? Like before, like, like, uh, nothing. Yeah, like, we were just for like two days between all three of us, and then we were just like, okay, fine. Like it's okay. People who wanted to buy from Tan were buying from Tan, and those were the people. You know, and also, we had reached to a point where honestly, we never run any ads. Nothing. We had to do nothing. It would. It just came organically to us, and that was the most beautiful thing. That was the best validation that we could have gotten. Like without having to run any kind of ads, there were like we were making good, pretty good sales, and like so many people just wanted. Like we were getting 
great number of orders it was only word of mouth it was only word of yeah. mouth and organic organic family that we have built over that time like thanks to a few celebs i mean very dear ones who have really helped us promote this including shilpa shetty yeah, influential people in the industry yes yeah. they helped us a lot like but it was all organic like nothing no ads no pr like we've not paid for anything we it just came we, we really literally do everything in house so it's only the product that's speaking for us and i believe we want to keep it like that yeah and how was the um, so that was the demand side how was the supply side i mean uh, that was during pandemic right and uh, so how did you guys manage to fulfill all those orders so that was I also mean, very crazy yeah so that was very crazy we were in locked into a lockdown of course like on and off and traveling like since all of us live in delhi and uh, and our offices in our like our studios in noida so there were border restrictions and we couldn't really make it to office but thanks to our team and like you know they we would we would always be on video calls trying to like you know arrange things for them they were not very tech savvy to have like you know barcodes printed out for deliveries and stuff but like they learned that over time have like like not knowing how things work but still they like you know they were adaptive to like they wanted to learn and they wanted all of it to happen so yeah that's how we operated for good 3 4 months i feel like without being physically present in office but only through like calls and video calls and stuff so that's how we did and but yeah we managed to and when we launched it we had no like we didn't understand what is going to happen to the product and we just it was just a short in the air we were just procured some material and we just went with it and when we got the response that we got that's when we had, well, we all three of us had had a chat ki okay guys now this is in the market and we need to supply it to this now and i think that's where we, you know because we knew that we cannot travel to these places and get things but then we just sort of figured out a way to get it to the office and just you know make things and send it out to people and there were many times when we couldn't really you know match the delivery timelines and we have put in a lot of stories saying okay there is a pandemic and we are taking a, a little more time and our customers were really understanding at that time and in terms so of delivery you great. partnered with third party vendors i assume like or what was it yeah we are tied up with a couple of different uh, chains of like uh, delivery services who we work with who do deliver across india in the most remote okay. areas so, also because we get orders from a very varied skew of places mm-hmm. so that was sort of your anchor product right in terms of which gave you the recognition name and um, uh, sort of uh, yes. made you feel arrived sort yeah, of absolutely. so, so uh, afterwards now yeah, in the current that's how we like <laughs> now coming to the current situation right mm-hmm. where pandemic is sort of i mean i hope it is it's it will not be as bad as previously it was so now coming to the current situation so where do you guys stand like uh, what is your anchor product are you trying to identify new products which can be as successful as that was or what are your strategies to replicate i think that sort of success I mean we have never worked in a manner where we want to create a product that's doing great in the market I mean of course in the back of our heads it's always there but okay. we only want to create things that excite us mm-hmm. so now if you look at the current collection it's actually a collaboration between Tan and a celebrity stylist called Akshay Tyagi mm-hmm. and it's completely different from what we did the last year 
so we are in a phase where we are trying to do things as varied as possible and we are trying to create products which really excite us and you know bring us to the best of our foot i mean if people pick things from that then we can take more so okay this is what's working in the market this is what's not working in the market but i think we are not of that mindset to you know sort of bring in things which do like really path breaking things thanks to the mastery and it happened but i think we are still in the phase where we are trying to just experiment with everything that we can do got it and uh, what are your thoughts so um, there are these fast fashion brand or ultra fast fashion brand uh, so wherein the inventory gets mm-hmm. replenished or design gets you know updated weekly like brands like sheen or etc i mean where they have the scale mm-hmm. and volume so what are your thoughts about that sort of market and that sort of demand which comes and do you do you guys um so first question is how, how frequently or uh, when when do you guys refresh your inventory design etc and what do you think about this ultra fast fashion stuff so i think the the clients for these brands are is not what is not the category uh, society they like part of the society we are catering to we have very different set of people who are trying to like because once you make a like sell a leather bag it's not something you can't match the price points with brands fast fashion brands like shein and neither they are using like you know genuine leather so we are like i don't think we compare we don't put ourselves in a situation where we compare to such brands and yeah that's about it like we don't want like we are not fighting with them we're not in a competition with them at all so i think anyone who wants to invest in a nice bag which can stay and be with them for like you know generations to come and they can pass it down to a few generations because that's the beauty of leather so yeah that's the kind of i don't think those kind of people would want to invest in such fast fast fashion brands yeah for stand is pure leather stand is uh, i mean using leathers which are extremely treated and made beautifully and it's all handmade So I mean, there is a section of uh, people who only want to invest in such things, and I think that's the category we focus on. I mean, had it been um, any other thing that we are doing, I mean, I don't think we want to comment on people who are doing fast fashion or whatever. And there's this whole debate of what what fast fashion is, what will it be, what how is it affecting. I mean, we are not in that zone to say anything about it. But I think what we are doing is very different from these people, and I believe everybody has a business model, and that's not our business. right got it uh and in terms of now coming to the sort of next phase uh of the podcast so uh how are you guys uh, uh i assume it's bootstrap or do you guys have raised capital or do you plan to raise any capital no it's completely bootstrap everything that uh, we put in yeah. we kind of we put in a small amount ourselves and then we just are working a base of the revenue that we get from that and we just expanding through it really have any thought to you know get on to the other question that you asked i don't mm-hmm. think we have any plans of raising any investments but of course it's only time that tells us the best so yeah. got it and how do you see the like uh, so um, i you guys have been running it for now a couple of years uh, you understand the business i mean still i mean yeah, still, um, yeah. it takes still. definitely time to establish plans and you know you get to know stuff uh, with time but where do you see yourself like in the next 5 years what are the targets you are looking at but targets mean you know these are the things i want to achieve or want to do um, for the next couple of years let's say 
I think most definitely starting from a few stores across India and internationally. And uh, I mean, that's where I think we should begin from and then take the other things. We, our aesthetics are very international, so we would want to also take the brand international. And that's what we are working on currently also. But I think it's going to take some time for us to be there. Yeah, like we want to cater to uh, like a global audience more because the kind of stuff we design, we feel like it's timeless. It's not very, uh, it's personal to a person, but it's not very based on a certain personality uh, as opposed more than ours. So we wanted to cater to just about anyone who likes it. So we want to take it out as globally as possible in the next five years for sure. That's one of the biggest things that we hope for. True. Got it, got it. Awesome. Uh, and 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 uh, uh, within this sort of your, I always ask this question. Within this sort of your short journey till now, uh, a question to each of you. Uh, so, wh- what is that one thing? Um, and um, you cannot copy the other person answer. Okay. <laughs> so, what is the one thing? Answer this question first. So, what is that one thing uh, you guys wish knowing things? you know now, you know, you wanted to do differently going back in time, right? So let's start with uh, Rakshit. Go ahead first. Yeah. Oh, I was expecting to be the last because I'm really thinking about this. Popal, do you want to go first? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, one thing I would have done differently would have been to uh, be more uh, like certain about what I'm doing. Like, I still second guess a lot of what we put out and everything. So if you, I feel like mm-hmm. if you uh, be more aggressive with how we put stuff out because I've seen other people in the business market when you're like an entrepreneur, people okay. just are very aggressive how they push their stuff personally mm-hmm. as well. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's taken me two years to be that kind of a person where I can just go up to someone, oh yeah, I run this business. Before that, I used to be very like, oh, it's not something I mentioned that often or that easily. So be more aggressive with how you put mm. your brand forward and don't like take it lightly because it's your work. You put in the work, you know how good it is because you are working on it 24 seven and you know where it can go. So mm-hmm. don't take it as lightly as you do just because it's your own. That's about what I feel is a very big thing that I would want. Wish I was not like this before. Sure. I know we're not allowed to copy <laughs> answers, but that's exactly how oh. I <laughs> Great, great, great plug-in. I think what I would want to say in this zone is to have considered as a business much before. I think personally speaking, I never thought of TAN as a business, which is which can sound really wrong. But what I mean here is that we all three are so passionate about what we create. We just, you know, sort of try to do that with seeing nothing else. I mean, if today also people ask me, are you a businessman? It takes some time for me to say yes, because I want to say that I'm a, you know, I, I design things, I make things, I market things, I strategize. Basically, numbers were never on our chart yeah, initially. Numbers were never yeah. on our charts initially. And I think that's what we should have done much before. And I think now we are still trying to manage that. But you know what I mean? Like if today also, if anybody asks me, are you a businessman? I just take two seconds to say yes. Yeah. Because that was, that's what, that was never an idea to start that. I, we just wanted to create things. And I think 
that's what we should have done much before and of course we should understand that whatever we are doing is eventually a business like when you run a business you have to be very pathologically optimistic as a person i feel like you always have to know there has to be something better otherwise you can't really go ahead with it so to get that optimism inside you like completely throughout is also a big step that you have to take for yourself to run a business and how are the roles are yeah, what copal said that sure akshit go ahead go ahead yeah sorry i was saying and what copal and ritika said i mean that's always there like always the day we were launching the second camp collection we were like okay is this fine is this okay we take like when we're putting a post up we always think between us for 5 minutes okay is this really going up because whatever we create we keep just rethinking so i think what copal said really made a lot of sense mhm awesome um so um the other thing which sort of comes to my mind you guys are three founders right so i i come from a tech back background and i also have three founders right so how does it work in terms of so i know the pros and cons but i wanted to hear from you guys uh if there is something different so for example like uh, how does decision making happens are your roles very clearly defined or uh, is it run run by through all of you together if you guys are taking a decision or how the role split everything that happens in the business has to go hmm. everything that 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 happens in the business has to go through everybody mm-hmm. so be it a post that's going up or be it i mean anything like from the smallest to the biggest thing you know but then also that's true what rakshit is saying is true but like we have so much trust in each other like even if this uh, like you know for example kopal and ritika are against something and rakshit is in a like is in favor of something but if we will trust him so much like because we know that what he is saying will make sense so we might just give in and we'll agree to what he is saying only based on the trust that we have in each other so that's how it works like maybe little more convincing is required amongst the three people but we trust each other enough to take like wise decisions we know none of us will take decisions that are not in the favor of the company so yeah like yeah, that's that it i think i mean also uh, with the expertise that we all hold i mean if there is a business talk i would totally like you know listen to copal and just understand what she's saying if it's designed then i'll totally listen to ritika and be like okay i think that's making sense and that's how i think we function within yeah, the yeah like marketing base so we have our responsibilities marketing is what rakshit takes care of designing most like i have my expertise in design and kopal has it in business but like together we always were like we take decisions together always and i think yeah we are very like sure of understanding of each other so we'll do because we might have our roles but at the end when we started it was like it's our brain child it's something we created together so we do want to yeah. make sure that everyone's still on the same page we try to as much as possible but when someone's convincing and you know, we let them take the lead for that because it is uh, something it might be coming from a place that we had not even thought or opened up our mind towards if we don't listen to the others we try to stick to our um, uh, what is it called the roles that we have but it never happens honestly ashish yeah. all are <laughs> all over the place no care for i think that's that's what makes it interesting and that's what you know sort of always keeps us excited about what's going to happen so do you guys also vote when there is disagreement <laughs> yeah. two is to one or something we, we vote for what kind of dessert yeah. we want to eat post the fight or the argument <laughs> <laughs> we vote for the, the dessert that yeah. i mean if the third person is feeling very strongly and that two votes against that 
it'll still not be counted because the third person is thinking something very strong <laughs> great awesome um yeah. any final thoughts comments which i might miss so uh, anything you guys like to mention Oh, I think TXT is live, and I would like to tell all your audiences to just mm-hmm. go and check it out and just give us a lot of love. Yeah, yeah. The new collection we call it Beyond Gender. We don't like to like restrict any particular product to any particular gender. Everything's like we believe in gender fluidity a lot. So yeah, that's about it. Our new collection is live, and we would love to get a lot of love from everybody, all your listeners. All our collections are for anyone and everyone awesome. who resonates with the products, and we just want everything to be like something you love. So pick up whatever you guys like. <laughs> also, I think it's only fair to give some sneak peek to exclusive this business listeners. We are also launching a very small capsule collection of uh, T-shirts, so I think just be live on our website, guys. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, do check out their um, new collection and all the best, guys. You're doing, you guys are doing um, great work, and all the best. <laughs> It was great having you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for having us. Thank you. you. Awesome. Uh, let we me just. We need to figure there's green. Or yes, yes. 